Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Dude, that clip, uh, let me paint the picture for y'all. I'm sure most of y'all have probably already seen it. It's kind of gone viral. Uh, It's a little boy in class during, I guess, what's supposed to be like graduation day. And it's all these like, uh, what do you think those ages are? Five years old? I was was going to say seven. Like five to seven. Between five and seven. And the teacher says, good morning, class. And from the depths of all his Samuel Jackson soul. This black boy yells out, shut the fuck up, dude. (laughs) It was was a legit laugh for me 18 times. I watched that fucking clip. And then to follow it up, he goes, no, bitch. (laughs) And to do some black dude yanked him out the seat and escorted him out. But I love the white guy who goes, "Uh, no, thank you. (laughs) And then when he says, shut up, no, bitch. Okay. (laughs) oh <laughs> uh, we have gotten away from beating the children oh. and that was a black kid man i know his mom must have towed his ass up nigga <laughs> welcome to this type of podcast motherfuckers shut the fuck up i i, I it, it didn't dawn on me until uh later because i i i put it out there on instagram and i said man my mother would have murdered me for this. Uh, I should have put actual footage of Sam Jackson that in school funny. at six years old. That would be yeah. funny to to crop his head out and put Sam Jackson's head on top of it. But you, it's not a facial though. You can't. Oh see yeah, it. You, you really can't, can't see because it it's he's, a side profile because yeah, it's from far away too. Yeah, but man, did that shit crack me up. Now to you. Um, don't you have a email you want to get to? I got a couple emails that I want to get to, uh, and a couple messages. Uh, listen, man, if uh, Aries tells you you can have a, that he was thinking about getting you a guest set, go to uh, and you talk to Aries. Don't ask me for it. I don't have anything to do with it. 
So uh, I just I want to start off with that because we're in Phoenix, which is my hometown, and so everybody hits me up like I'm gonna do something for somebody. Uh, and, it is dry and hot in this motherfucker. Well, it seems drier and hotter in my head right now because I'm uh, sick of people already uh, all right, here in Phoenix. All right, let me not stop. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Venting. It, I don't want to stop. It is. Venting. It is hot here. Oh, it is really hot. Uh-huh. And uh, got a lot to do. And uh, there's a couple emails I wanted to uh, I wanted to get to on mine. Uh, you want me to get to the first one. That uh, made me the most angry. So I'll get to that one first. Um, Big shout out to uh, La Piazza. Oh, yeah. From Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, baby. Uh, in Glendale. If you ever find yourself in the Phoenix area, man. La Piazza. It's fucking dynamic. The pepperoni pizza, baby, was the shit. And we also had the stuffed shrimp with crab. Uh yeah, this is legit shit. Go ahead. Phoenix doesn't always consider Glendale part of Phoenix, though, but just to let you know. Okay, now Potato, where, potato, motherfucker. Where is... Uh, I'm trying to grab this email. I might I have to... try to get organized, man. Man, I might have to get to the... I other. have my fucking emails printed up by my bitch. Yeah, I saw... So I'm ready to go, motherfucker. I saw, I saw that you do have your emails ready. Are you, it, it is, it's really nice. Well, while you're searching... Da, 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 What's that? The dating game. Oh yeah. And you still search it. Okay. I'm just elevated music, man. Dude, I'm just gonna do the different email. We'll get back to this one. Why you can't find the motherfucker? Because it's not popping up, and I don't know why it's not popping up. I don't know. Hold a second. Okay. This is from Terrence Franklin. Oh. Uh, at the oh, this is and this is to Aries. He said, uh, "This is to me." Yeah. Well, he said, "Well, what he did is uh, we have a, we have obviously the Spears and Steinberg uh, page on Facebook, and so he sent it. He said, "Hilarious, saw you three times in Hartford." Wait, did you're officially reading this? Yes, now? this is from Terrence to you though. He sent it to you. I wasn't even looking at it that way. I was looking at it. He sent it. To What's Spears his last name? Franklin. Okay, because I got a one. I got one from a Terrence, but from what I know, his is good. Uh, it says keep up the good work, uh, the great work on the podcast. So I thought it was podcast related. I just I said uh, Ter- I said I, I said I love performing in Hartford because I do. I really like Hartford. I meant it more as like the Spears and Steinberg conglomeration. We like right. Hartford. And then he said, uh, uh, "See you next time, you guys in Hartford. Hope Andy doesn't do the same uh, jokes for the fourth time." Oh, I think I got this one too, though. Did you? Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, then he's like. Uh, Way to shit on Andy. I oh, I text back, way to shit on Andy, because I thought it was funny. Right. Uh, and I don't always do the same jokes. Uh, if you got the same jokes, that's, it happens. Uh, so then he wrote it. Uh, this, is, this is directly to you, thinking it's you. Uh, at this point in your arrangement, contract, uh, arrangement, again, friendship, etc., to be too middle of the road, wishy-wash about the issues that you press him on, Aries. Uh, coattails. Have to be cut. Die hard one out the window style. Survivor wise, you and Gary Owen have an audience together that will grow and personally entertain both your uh, comedy chops and earn you both the audiences who deserve smart, progressive, dirty minded audiences that you deserve. Keep up the good work, Aries, my brother, and dump that dead weight that you tried to uplift. He has learned nothing from you. Your friendship, nor his travels. Mexican Jew, 
he is. And there was a question mark. I still have, I haven't figured out how he's his his uh, his little cadence and what he's trying to say here. Uh, should uh, should have learned something about our uh, culture. Uh, Kulta, I guess, is what he went to try to spell. Uh, and his own from popular culture by Blues Brothers and other comedic devices. Don't feel bad by cutting him loose. He had more than enough chances to get himself together. If he doesn't hear it on the way you uh, inhale at times, then he is no different than Mitch McConnell at the reparations hearing at New Orleans uh, whorehouse. Uh not an iota of influence would reach an already deaf ears. Forrest Gump voice. Uh, I can't do the Forrest Gump voice. Uh, I guess that's all I have to say about anyone. That's all, all I that. have to say about that. Well, he wrote, that's all I have to say about anyone, all that. So I don't, like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, appreciate the, I appreciate the email. That's why I'm reading it. I would tell you that uh, you might want to write it so that I could understand it a little bit better. But besides that, what I did understand for it is that you love Aries and Gary Owen, which is great, and you should. Because that you enjoy that, but now uh, me and Mitch McConnell, uh, I think that almost everybody who ever listens to this podcast would disagree with you. So what I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to steal this from Aries, and I'm going to add my own influence to this. Uh, you can suck my white fucking mealy dick. I don't oh! shit. What do you fucking think? How you oh! think? I don't know how you came up with this. I don't know how you think that I should get some of your culture from pop references. If your culture is just about pop references, then you better go recheck your fucking culture because you're not on point anyway. So your program, I don't know what you're coming from or where you're coming from. Uh, the Blues Brothers, if that's where you want me to get references from, why don't you go watch the Blues Brothers again and think if you really enjoy it as much as you thought you did the first fucking time. Mm. Uh, I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it because he was just... Uh, I don't get his. Are you a comic? Do you want to tour with Aries? Are you just trying to lick his nuts right now and trying oh! to make him the better person? This is a podcast. I'm one side of the podcast. You want two people to agree with each other. I, I don't understand. That's not going to be a great podcast. As far as my uh, what I've learned in black culture, uh, I'm not even going to defend my stance on where I am, but I know who I am and who I came up with. So um, uh, you can take that to your little uh, pencil on uh, on Facebook and uh, suck my dick, man. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, my nigga. <laughs> Jay, you want to go to jail or you want to go home? And, and by the way, that mealy part came from that other shitty fucking email that I got from that chick a few months ago. So that dick's still open for her, too. There's enough for both King of you. King Kong ain't Jesus got nothing Christ. on me. Shoot program, nigga. Okay. 24-hour lockdown. You niggas will be playing ball in Pelican Bay when I get through with you. All right. I you also, motherfuckers just you I live here. I burn this motherfucker down. And then and then I have a, I had a, a nice email from someone uh that just wanted to ask a question that I thought was great. Uh and he said uh let's see. He goes make everyone Okay. Uh this this is an email that he wanted me to read. This is from Grant uh I don't actually this is his first name is all I have from this uh the way I put it in here. Um, I got this on Instagram. I think society has lost a sense of respect as a whole. Women are disrespected by men. People don't even have respect for the president. As a black person, I watch black people disrespecting our heritage with our rap music and culture. Everywhere I turn, someone or something is being disrespected. People don't even respect each other enough to put the phone down during dinner. Please. Well, that's true. 
Oh, okay. During dinner, people don't respect marriages. We disrespect our children by keeping them occupied with technology. America has lost its value and respect. What happened to this country? It's lost its honor as a nation. We don't respect ourselves. Uh, we are living in an anarchy. Okay, first of all, I want to make sure that everybody who's going to comment on my how poorly I read that other dude's email and how well I read this email, the difference is because someone wrote correctly and it was easy to read. That's the reason, because I know someone's going to hit me up about my bullshit on that other email and how I said it. That's, I couldn't read it. This one here, uh, there's a lot in that, and there's a lot in that because it asks a lot of different questions that some people have been hitting me up about whether I'm too wishy-washy, like respecting the office of the president or even giving well, the president well, well, a chance. Let me, let me go backwards for a second. Okay, yeah, let's let me, do let this. Go let's, go, the, let's go back to this one. To the other email. Um, okay. You know, again, I, I, sometimes I have to – I can't find – I can't believe that I find myself having to defend – uh, what comedy is, which is subjective, because uh, uh, it was funny. Like, I, I, what was it? What was the Instagram? Oh, the was it the OJ thing? Uh, I think it was the OJ thing with my shirt off, and I was talking about st- stock prices and stocks and knives sales were going to go up, and white women protect your neck. And this one dude wrote me who I guess is some sort of actor trying to be actor in L.A., and he was like, yo, man, you took an L on this one, dog. I love your comedy. I think your versatility is great. You remind me of Jamie Foxx and the fact that you're so versatile, um, and I love your comedy and all, but this shit was this this was whack, yo. Shit was lame. You, you need to switch this up. And I, of course, so eloquently, told him to lick the gooch lick my gooch nigga i go nigga i'm about to switch my whole shit up for you it's subjective nigga just because you don't like it don't mean it ain't funny and when you look at the comments 99.9 of the responses was people who thought it was so i'm if i'm if i'm if i'm gonna switch my shit up based on poll numbers nigga you lose fuck you and then he was like, ah, you know, I, you know, listen, man, and whether people care to admit it or not, they respect when you don't lay down. You know what I mean? Conform to everybody yeah, else's. Yeah, man. So, you know, it was what it was. And then he was like, yeah, all right, my G, I hear you, blah, blah, blah. But uh, to, to, to back to, what's his name, Chris? Was it Chris? The, the dude uh, Terrence. 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 Um, Terrence Franklin. Listen, man, you know, if Gary's your cup of tea, so be it, uh, you know, whoever. I, I will say this. I, I I wish you would, and this is from me, but I've always told you this. I wish you would sometimes be funnier on the podcast because we get so engaged in conversation and you 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 know, you have great talking points and opinions. But sometimes I when I listen to the podcast as they come out, I, I just go, I wish you would in, inject more of who Andy is the comic because we know you're a comic when you're obviously on stage, and clearly you're funny. But then when I listen to the podcast, I want to go, "Where's the funny?" And and I and and you know, again, we're in a, at the end of the day, we're entertaining people. You know, if you agree with what we're saying in terms of serious shit, that's great. If you don't, that's part of it. But I think always job one is to let people know we're comedians. You know, so whether it's stage. Whether it's podcasts, I'm always looking to interject some funny. That way people go, oh, shit, right. Motherfuckers is comics. So even more reason to come 
to the show if you've heard the podcast. And for people, again, that don't know you, you don't want them to think Spears and Steinberg, one guy's a comic and the other guy's the talking point, the talking head. You want them, you, I, we want them to listen and go, mm, God, these motherfuckers is funny. You know, Andy, when he said that, I got to go see this motherfucker. Even if, 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 if it wasn't about me. If, if, if you somewhere and you headlining somewhere and they go, Spears and Steinberg, oh, the second half of the, I'm going to go see this nigga. You know what I mean? So I, I, I and, and that's the only thing I would say. Um, I, I don't, I don't watch Gary Owen or his podcast. But I know from what I've seen, the Instagram clips, he's constantly interjecting who he is as a comic. And I think that's important. Uh, so that's all I would say. Um, and I'm not saying you you haven't been funny, but I, I still feel like a part of you holds back. I really do. Um, like even, even, as, even sometimes when I sit back and I observe you when we're out in public, and I, you might not know, but I, I really be watching you and paying attention to your conversations. And again, you, you're such a nice guy, man. You really are. There are times when I wish you would tell people without saying "go fuck yourself" to go fuck yourself. See, I, I don't have that like that uh, just from Le, from Lavar Lavar Ball. Uh-huh. I, I don't have that 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 middle gear. Like I have the two gears. No, I think you do have the. What were the two gears? Like you saying, like be nice or tell someone to fuck off. I don't really have that 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 other gear. Yeah, you do. I think you do. I, I, I and I think that's it's. I think it's that gray area is where the meat is. That's the that's the meat. You know what I mean? Because you can't you can't go around saying fuck off to everybody all the time. But you also shouldn't be a nice guy all the time. You got to be able to hit all them gears at the appropriate times, Dude. man. Okay, the other night when those guys were out there, and then he, uh, you said something to him, and he was like, "Oh, do you want me to? Do you want me to leave?" And I looked at how hurt his face was. Yeah, and he just bought me a drink. Yeah, right. But what did I do? We, you let him know that he could still leave, but he. But how did I do it? Nicely. You don't remember? Well, this was last night, right? No, two nights ago. No, well, oh, the other dude was last. That I, there was a dude, I, and I don't know how. Maybe it's because of the years of experience you have with this, but I, I haven't had people come up my whole life trying to buy me a drink and ask me a ton of questions. So I still don't know how to navigate my way through that a lot of times. I really don't. And uh, like I almost feel indebted to them when they buy me a drink. You, you, they bought you the drink for what you provided. Right, but listen, if, if, it's, if it's like, just because you buy me a drink don't mean we buddies now. Thank you for the drink. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. Hey man, thanks for the drink. But uh, really, partner, you can move on. That would be some asshole. Some asshole shit. So last night, I told the dude. I said, Hey man, uh, my man Andy, he's going through a tough time yeah. right now. You know, he lost a family member. So let me rap to him, try to get his spirit right. You know what I mean? So that's all. Beat it, nigga. <laughs> I just I, again, I, I I don't want my fuckers interviewing me. Dude, what's the road like? So where, what city you? Like, come on, man. Come on. Hey, like I said it before, Nas, talk all that slick shit the same way these bitches do. Hoes will take your drinks all night. When it's time to fuck, I got to go. So, you know, take that cue from these broads. These who is? Yeah, uh, I am nice. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to get over a little bit of that, but because uh, uh, I've let a lot go because, uh, I don't know. I, I feel, see, it's different. Like, again, 
You've been here for 30 years doing this. I feel grateful for the amount of time, that the two years that I've been on the road with you. Okay, it's time to stop feeling grateful, <laughs> nigga, and realize this is what you do. This is, this is part of it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, dude, I'm telling you, when you get fucked in your butthole enough, you start pulling your pants up, nigga. And I'm telling you, maybe, maybe, maybe this game ain't sodomized you properly yet. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, shit. Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling some of it lately, but not, not in that way. Like, not. I get what you're saying is what I should say. I understand what you're saying. I just haven't. I, 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 I could be, I could be completely off kilter here, but. Like even as you were reading that email, felt it seemed like your hands were shaking. Like you was nervous. No, no, no. All right, my hands just shaking. I, I, I just thought, I just thought it was because you was preparing yourself to tell dude to suck your dick. No. Oh, okay. And that's well, not really if, no, in your I'm nature. A, well, what? It's not really in your nature. What to tell someone to, to suck, suck your dick. dick? No, it's that's that's the step that, like, okay, you see me drive. Yeah. That's my two steps. The the person who's like, okay, incidentally, and you had your hands on ten and two o'clock, nigga. Yeah, because I and you saw like I want to rip that fucking steering wheel yeah. off the fucking thing. Yeah, it's to keep me grounded. I, I really like if my yeah. arms start waving, people behind, in front of me like get upset because I'm I have a hard time with driving. Yeah, dude, you gotta. So, but that's my two. I don't have that middle. It, it I, I usually like once I get past the part of being nice, it goes to the other part, to the crazy shit. Yeah, right. That's what. That, I mean, if you I, and I agree with you, it would be nice to find that middle ground. Yeah, because it would be nice to be able to subtly tell someone to eat my dick without saying eat my dick. Right. But those are my two options right now. Right. Okay. Okay. So this other dude, though. Uh, the, Incidentally, eat your dick. Well, suck my dick. Oh. Eat my dick. Whatever it is. Whatever. Well, I don't want nobody to ever eat my dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other dude that I just uh, read his. Uh, what did you think about that? What he said? Because uh, he said disrespect the presidency of the United States, not the not the president, the presidency. And I, I found that interesting because it it, it there is uh, I'm trying to find that again. There is a uh, is that not a feeling that you think? It's almost like when I try to say he didn't, the president didn't say that, and then people call accuse me of being wishy washy. Mm. What what did you think about his uh, email? Grants. The one you just read? Yeah. Not the one that, dude, I hate it. This one here. About rap music, disrespected women. Uh, women are disrespected by men. People don't uh, have respect for the president. As a black person, I watch black people disrespect our heritage our rap, uh, with rap and music and culture. What What do you... That's extreme. It's extreme. Oh. I mean, the, the music now is... is uh... The music now is so fucked up. I mean, it's not like, again, it's not like the 90s and the early 2000s when you had your choice of rappers who were just straight bitch this, bitch that, partying and chilling. And then you had rappers of consciousness who actually had something to say. So, Well, um, I don't think he's condemning all rappers or all rap. Well, I think did, he was saying did, that there's did, a... Did, no, no. That's, did you read what he said? Read yeah. it again. Read that part again. Women disrespected by men. People don't even have respect for the president. As a black person, I watch people disrespect our heritage with our rap music and culture. Okay. I watch people disrespect our heritage with rap music. That's a broad brush. It is a broad brush. I, don't, I, I mean, you should have said some. Some. But to say people, like, <laughs> that's what it is. We have any other juicy emails? I got uh, one more. 
I this, got one more. This feels like uh, well, I, the reason we I brought no, the reason I brought that one up is because people think that I'm in the middle, and that person seemed very like taking the others, looking at an overall perspective instead of just one perspective. Mm. Where I get, that's where I'm, and I'm tired of being accused uh, of this wishy washiness. That McConnell thing, that was bullshit to call I'm like McConnell. So you'd rather me be like McConnell. That other dude was like, I'd rather, he'd rather me be all McConnell and not me who's at least looking at a broader picture. I, I don't understand people in this. I don't, I guess I just don't understand you're either all in or you're out. Well, speaking of which, um, very interesting thing here. Uh, I want to play the clip. From and I don't know why the fuck I turned it. I want to play the clip in terms of what Mitch McConnell actually said. Okay, regarding uh, reparations. Yeah, because um, this was a very interesting clip. Something that happened 150 years ago, for whom none of us currently living are responsible, is a good idea. Uh, we've, you know, tried to deal with our original sin of slavery by fighting a civil war, by passing uh, landmark civil rights legislation. Uh, We've elected an African-American president. Job done. I think we're always a work in progress in this country, uh, but no one currently alive was responsible for that. And I don't think we should be uh, trying to figure out uh, how to compensate for it. First of all, it'd be pretty hard to figure out who to compensate. Me, nigga. Immigrants as well have come to the country and experienced dramatic uh, uh, discrimination of one kind or another. So, no, I don't think reparations are a good idea. Now, before we... Before, hold on, hold on. Before but, we, before oh, that, we, that, that's a mealy-mouth-sounding motherfucker, not me. Yeah, he, yeah. Motherfucker sounds a little like Tom Brokaw. <laughs> um, now, this is what I mean when I talk about eloquence, which is... I have flashes of it, but I'm not equipped to handle certain responses. Um, And now on the flip side, I want to play for you this brother's response to Mitch McConnell uh, in regards to that, which is everything I wish I could say that I know I'm not equipped to say. Uh, So you've seen you've heard that side of the coin. Now, watch this. Brother, go checkmate, nigga. About reparations, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell offered a familiar reply. America should not be held liable for something that happened 150 years ago, since none of us currently alive are responsible. We grant that Mr. McConnell was not alive for Appomattox, but he was alive for the electrocution of George Stinney. He was alive for the blinding of Isaac Woodward. He was alive to witness kleptocracy in his native Alabama and a regime premised on electoral theft. He was alive for the redlining of Chicago and the looting of black homeowners of some $4 billion. Victims of that plunder are very much alive today. While emancipation dead bolted the door against the bandits of America, Jim Crow wedged the windows wide open. We'll be back after this commercial break. Jesus, I don't. Klept, what do you say, kleptomacy? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what the fuck that means, man. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Like when I when I brought up that point about Candace Owens, this bitch is very slick with her mouth in terms of knowing what to say. To where if you don't know how to respond, she wins the argument. But I know that the argument 
that if done properly and spoken properly, articulated properly, beats hers. Um, but yeah, I, he, my man handled that the way it was supposed to be handled with straight facts. Um, and at the end of the day, man, you know, walk like a duck, talk like a duck's fucking duck. So Mitch McConnell sound like a racist, act like a racist. We know where this goes. Well, with Mitch McConnell and what he said, I mean, we had this conversation the other day about, uh, about it. And I said, to, to, to give out reparations at this point, it would be very difficult to figure out how to distribute that money. And then my second part of that, that statement was, but they figured out how to bring hundreds of thousands of African Americans, well, hundreds of thousands of Africans at the time, across the ocean and sell them. So if they could figure that shit out, they could figure out reparations. Hello. So that being said, with what he said, uh, I, I didn't like that. The one thing that I really hated in that statement was he said, for something that happened 150 years ago, the way it sounded, 150 years ago, there was one incident that happened. When you say 150 years ago, right. it's not 150 years ago. Right. It was 400 years that happened hundred that, that ended 150 years ago and didn't end at that time either. And really hasn't ended completely. No. You know, obviously, yeah, the chains and the whips and the, all of that have ended. Uh, but there's still ripples. Uh, there's still uh, 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 there's still effects which have been rippled but, from such a thing. But the most important part to me um, is that. Something that I keep hearing from the black community when there's uh, and, and there's there's another email that I had where this guy addressed is addressing something that I said about um, letting the white people speak. And I said that I think it's important to hear what that's what that side is, because if you if, first of all, if you want to you guys you guys need to go read the art of war, uh, because the, the, the main uh, the main objective in that is to understand your enemy. Because if you understand what they're thinking and how they're thinking, that's how you know how to combat and fight it. Now, with what he said, and what's what the most important thing is that he said it. And once he said it, you know who he is. You said it yourself. What'd you call him afterwards? Racist. Well, there's no denying his thought process after he says that. When you don't allow people to speak, people incriminate themselves when they speak. That's why I want to hear the prosecutors uh, from uh, the, the uh, Central Park Five. Because I want they if you the reason you don't have to go and there's a trial you don't have to go on the stand because most people will self incriminate. That's why they don't want you to go on the stand. Your exactly. Lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. Why I'm saying you need people to, you need to give these people the opportunity to speak because when they do, not only will you understand their their thought process, but they're going to incriminate themselves when they speak, and that's what you need to have happen because in this world today. With all the cameras and lights on us, when they misspeak, when they let themselves be the true self be seen, it's all over. It's, 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 it's all over the whole world. So let, you have to let them speak. I'm not saying you have to listen to them. Listen to what they say because that's I, – I, and I'm giving them credence that they are correct. If you allow them to speak, you're going to not understand, know where they're coming from, and know how to defeat them. And two, they're going to incriminate themselves. You have to. And this is where, like, people get really mad at me, and I'm the swishy-washy, flippy-floppy guy. 
I'm not, man. I'm telling you, I'm a Mexican Jew. I didn't really have a home. I'm going to tell you I'm a hybrid. And so me arguing who's right and who's wrong would be like a hybrid car arguing what's better, gas or electricity. And that's what's making the engine run. Both of them do. That's how I see the world. I see all the I, I have to yeah, look but, at all but, of it. But one in terms of the effects of the environment, one is better than the other. One is better than the other. But the other one does have merit. So sometimes you have to take the, they, they work together. And that's what I see this world. It has to work together. So when I'm listening to someone not understand the other one, and I'm saying this isn't the thing that they're saying, they're saying this, you have to see this side. It isn't about who's right or who's wrong. It's about the communication. Because we don't go anywhere. The left and the right are never, the far left and the far right are never going under, to understand each other, and they're never going to come to a compromise. They're never going to work together. They're never going to reach across aisles. They're not going to shake hands. The only way to make things truly work is compromise or war. So we either have to understand that we either have to either understand each other and work together to understand each other and make a, a, a system that works for us, all of us, or there's going to have to be a war. Well, I think there has to be a war. Because it, it ain't working because, you know, one side feels like it doesn't want it to work. And the other side is going to get tired of playing these games. I'm not disagreeing with that. I mean, Are I, you ready for a war? I'm being real honest about it. But, like I just said, it's understanding the other side, too. And also explaining some things. Why people don't understand a lot of things. I, wonder, I, I noticed something today when I, was, I heard something on the radio. Oh, well, let me, before you, let me jump in real quick. Okay. And I love that he said, we elected. An African-American president. Like, that was a give me. That motherfucker, he won, nigga. He played the game and he won. So come on, man, with that slick bullshit. We gave him an African-American president. No, motherfucker, he won it. Go ahead. But I was listening to something, and they said something about an uh, an urban comedy show. Mm -hmm. Explain that. So so white people can understand this a little bit easier instead of just saying uh, that uh, white privilege. Because people don't understand it. Because first of all, before I even get to this point, I have to explain this. During the time of slavery, if you take that money that it cost to own a slave, it was about, they said it's $30,000, the price of a Civic. Most people can't even afford a Civic. White people can't afford to have... Slaves cost 30000 No, back then there was less than that, but... In today's money, it would be thirty thousand oh, dollars. Right. So, it, all the white people in the world, it wasn't like every home had a slave in the house. It was rich people that had it, and that's one of the reasons why it's an economic and a racial situation. So, if it was rich people and you always had poor white people, they they didn't feel the effects of the benefit of this privilege that is here because it was set up for white people. They never felt it in that time period. It grew into the fabric of this country in a different kind of way. They don't, they don't realize this. So when you say something like urban radio, like an urban comedy show, just the fact that you could explain to someone is a, a black show is called an urban comedy show. What do you call a white comedy show? Comedy show. That, if you don't have to make, if you don't have to put a prefix on it, that tells you how this country is set up in the first place. Everything normal is white. <laughs> and we have to put, uh, we have to tag something that's for black folks. Right. That's privilege. That's privilege to tell, to, to, uh-huh. even in our, just the way that we speak uh, adds privilege to make white people, it's, uh, white people feel comfortable that everything that they do is the way that it works because their comedy show is just a comedy show. A black comedy show is an urban comedy show. That is white privilege. If you can just break it down to, to white people that don't understand this in that way, in simple ways, instead of, uh, instead of alienating ways, it changes the conversation. Now, I'm not saying anyone has to. Sometimes you need uh, 
you need a, a Sean uh, Sean King Sean King out there uh, punching people in the mouth with with what and I don't mean physically punching I mean verbally punching people in the mouth to get a point across. But there's also people that are right there that just need help to understand. And that's what I try to bridge in this. And everybody thinks I'm this. I, I, and I'm really, fu- I'm really frustrated with it, to be honest. Uh, I, I live a life that's way different than most people. And I'm just sick of it. So, uh, and, I, and being called an ally. I mean, dude, I'm, you want me to be an ally? I'm just a real person looking at real shit go and, have real, and have real experiences that makes me feel a certain way. It's not about looking at one side and going, that side's 100% right. I agree that that side that I stick that I do supposedly ally for, I feel that it's been fucked over, and I can't see it any other way. But to make me uh, to make me say that I have to agree with every single thing, it's not what I do. And the reason I brought up that email with that, with that other uh, gentleman saying the thing about the uh, the pre- about respect, man, not every black person out there feels exactly the same way as everybody who wants to throw me under the bus. So, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I don't give. A, I can't really give a fuck that much anymore. I'll try to be funny. I won't let it. I won't let it fuck with my head. I'll try to be funny. No, no. But listen. But let it be organic, though. You know what I mean? I, I know. Just, I, I saying, meant that. I meant that sarcastically. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Just you know. I take these things. That, I'm serious about this, though. No, I hear you. I, I, I feel the, the, the passion in your, in your yarmulke, nigga. Uh, Chris Valentine. Good morning, Aries. How are you, man? I hope your stand-up is doing well for the comedy clubs and you are knocking them dead. I am from Kansas City and just missed you guys when I started listening to your podcast with Andy Steinberg. You guys are fun to listen to and make work a hell of a lot better each day hearing the banter between you two. I know work hasn't been the greatest for me because of my family problems, but I can say every podcast makes me laugh in one way or another. Keep up the good work and keep handling those too tough to touch, sub, uh, those too tough to touch subjects like racism. I hope people can see the conversations between you guys and realize that this issue can be resolved and does get resolved. Racism has always divided the country and is a very big patriot. I want the country to be unified and not divided. You two are champions of the cause, and I hope I can catch a future show with you guys uh, when you guys come to Kansas City. I only have one possible show suggestion and it is only because of the bohemian rhapsody do you think the band queen are the godfathers of alternative music they were the band to do genres not popular and mix those genres with their own flair and made their own genre using a little of every genre they can put their fingers on i hope you have a killer day in peace chris valentine wow that was a turn into the woods that was nice. <laughs> Fuck, broke. I didn't have to get beat up or anything on this one. No, but he just went into Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody. after after uh, after racism. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I, I I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast. I know I wanted to, but we it was one of those where we got so caught up with other subjects that we just never got to it. I was on a plane, and I don't, did, I, did, I don't, did I say I saw, did I say this on the podcast? I can't fucking remember what the fuck we talk about sometimes. Forgive me if, if this is being said again, but... You know, again, when you fly on the plane and you got, you know, you got the, the, the chair in front of you with the TV and they got all the movies yeah. and you're scrolling through and it's like, fuck, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this. And you start watching movies you've seen over again just because you fucking want to watch something. And I kept going past <clears throat> Bohemian Rhapsody. And I know it's about Queen. 
You didn't talk about this, by the way. Oh, okay. Good. And I was like, eh, do I want to watch this motherfucker? And I know the dude won an award. It was supposed to be a great movie. And I was like, hey, listen, this this might be a little bit of the uh, Archie Bunker in me. <laughs> I don't want to watch a movie about the fags, dear. Uh, but I was like, why would I be interested in that? Yo. I said, fuck it. I watched it. Great fucking movie. It's a really good movie. Great fucking movie. And yo, I, I knew about the one song, We Are the Champion. Uh, but I forgot how many bangers these niggas had. Yeah. The the one the do 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 Yo! I didn't know that was them. Yeah. Yo, that shit bangs, nigga. Yeah, they 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 moved the time around timeline around a little bit in the movie to for some dramatic purposes, but right. the movie itself was it was a good movie. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Uh and dude, man, to play Freddie Mercury, man, I he, 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 I kept thinking that was Pete Davidson. He he kind of does like a little, and uh, also on one of the emails, we don't do research, and he somebody called us out for not doing research. But they have to understand we do this off the top of our head. You might print out your emails, but I don't know what you're bringing here, right? And I have emails that I should probably print out instead of looking up on my phone. But right. uh, that dude, uh, he's awesome. He's from um, he he was in. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm even gonna forget. It was the the thing about the computers. Do your research, nigga. Yeah, I got to do my research. Um, no, he's really good. He's a good actor. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, a part of me is saying the same thing about the Elton John movie. Nah. It's terrible? Nah, man. It ain't as good as Bohemian? Nah, not even close. How's the dude that plays Elton? Because, you know, he was in uh, that action movie. Yeah, The Kingsman. The, the Kingsman. No, he's really good. He's really good at playing Elton. And if they would have right. had the movie... Uh, Another movie about a fag, dear? Uh... The hardest thing about this movie, uh, about Elton's, to me, was having to get through that two hours of that movie. It was a hard movie to watch. W- w- was it? Did they get real raunchy with some of the? No, nah, man, it wasn't even that. It's just they made it like a movie musical. Really? Yeah, and uh, it goes back and it, it's like the idea of how the movie was made is 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 good, uh, but it just, man, I think uh, I think Elton John's life story. And the way that the music world worked for him is so would be an entertaining enough, right? That they didn't have to make it try to reach a more entertaining status with the musical, really? and it just it didn't flow to me. It, you know how? Yeah, it right. didn't have that flow. Right. Now I I have one person that I know liked that movie better than Bohemian Rhapsody, right? But I don't think anybody else did. Man, I I uh, I think it would be easier to take it. Uh, as you said about the, is there a lot of gay stuff in it? Yeah, I think it would have been easier to take your first gay scene than it was to sit through that movie. So negative, <laughs> negative, nigga. It's that bad, man. Negative, nigga. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't give a fuck how many awards broke back mountain would have won. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So you wouldn't if they offered you the part if they remade it, black. Brokeback Mountain because of white privilege, so it would have to be a black mountain. Black broke black mountain. Mm-hmm. Would and, I do it? And you're gonna make millions, and you were gonna have star status, a list star status actor. You wouldn't do it? I'm an artist, nigga. Of course I would. <laughs> That's different. You can pay me to fake sex, fake gay sex, but I'm not gonna. You you can't have me be broke and watch real gay sex, fake gay sex. Pay me, nigga. <laughs> Different. I'm an artist. So, so you're, 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 you're. You know how much flack I caught 
uh, especially, and again, and like I say in my stand-up, when I do the prostate joke, from the black community, particularly black men, when I did my special Hollywood Look, I'm Smiling, and at the end, I show my music video of my rap character, Big, Bo- Big Bugger Boogaloo, and I kiss dude on the lips. You know how much flack I caught for that, man? Dude, I'm sure a ton of it. And dudes, yo, man, you fag, nigga. You kiss a nigga on the mouth. I don't care if it was art. Again, nigga, I am dipped in pussy. <laughs> I'm dipped in pussy, nigga. I stay in pussy. I'm, I, I've got pussy juice. I wear pussy juice like it's a cologne, like it's a fragrance. So, so that sheen that comes off you is really just... It, nigga, it, it's that just pussy. is... That it's pussy is, juice just on the skin. That is a bitch's <laughs> placenta oil, nigga. <laughs> that is afterbirth. I stay in some snatch, nigga. Uh, well, you know, Will Smith talked about that when he did that first movie. Six, six degrees yeah. of separation. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't go. He didn't go hard in the paint. Well, he talked about that too. That he regrets that he if he took the part that he was told if he takes the part that he has to go all in. Right. And he. After, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Go ahead. And after he saw it, he he regretted that he didn't he didn't sell that he didn't put. Right. So yeah, it, it, listen. If you're gonna play the gay thing, you, you you can't. There is no middle ground. You either got to be a soft penis or fully strong erect. You got to go hard in the paint. Uh, this is a little off topic, but it's kind of on topic because we are talking about movies. I really have to play this clip. So yeah, De- Denzel was saying that it's okay to say no sometimes when it comes to roles, just because you know whether it's money or whatever your personal beliefs. No is a good thing. So listen to this. A movie in 1986. I called it the nigga they couldn't kill. Oh. Yeah, it was, he was supposed to be. Uh, he raped a white woman, and they, they they tried to electrocute him, but it didn't work. And he became sort of uh, a cult hero. There were some uh, Jewish people in the in the in the audition, and, and I said, yeah. They said, no, it's funny. It's like they hang him, and then they can't. I said, yeah, like you bring some Jewish people into a room, and you and you, you they think it's a shower, but it's gas, oh. and they. He said, right. I said, right, that ain't funny. So to me, it wasn't funny about putting a rope around my MF in net either. I made a point. The guy was like, who the hell was this little nigga talking like this? So you make a decision. You know, he didn't tell me what to do, and I give him credit for that. And I turned it down, and six months later, I got Cry Freedom and got an Oscar nomination. So I got a part. Wow. So, you know, each his own, baby. You know? Uh, I know this probably isn't even necessary to say, though, right now. It was uh, Rami. Uh, I can't say his name. Malik is his last name. Rami Malik. Uh, the guy that played. Yeah. Right. And uh, he was, it was Mr. Robot. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no. I, I just I felt like we had to put that in there. Because yeah, my research yeah. is fucked up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um what do you think that would you have you what have you turned down as you have you turned down anything that you uh, that, that you felt empowered because you turned it down even in the sketches or any of the shows that like, no I, no man I'm not in that position you never said no to a sketch you never had somebody bring a sketch to you and you went nah man nah because it was funny it was funny because yeah. you would I mean his is an acting which is is a right. lot different than being a comic if it's funny right. you have to do it right well listen uh I don't want to dive into it, but and I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't want to say what it was because I, I got to keep my mouth shut on this. Plus, I don't want to put no bad omens out there. 
But I did a skit that I thought was funny, and, and, and it had a message. Uh, and it backfired huge on me. Huge. So that's all I can say about that. So I, we don't always, sometimes, yeah, we definitely missed the mark. Uh, I don't think I missed the mark. Again, there was a point to it. Uh, but but times change. Motherfuckers too. didn't feel my vision on that, so yeah. it, it is what it is. But times times also change, and what your vision is, and it looks right. Right. One year, a few years right. later, that can be completely misconstrued. Well, listen, when Cosby first got in trouble, my manager was telling me stay away from it. Don't touch that. Hannibal Burris had the balls to attack it head on, and then once it, everybody started tackling it, you know, I wasn't so crazy because I wanted to jump on it immediately. Um, but Hannibal re- regrets that that's what he's known for, though. Too not regrets; he's disappointed that that's a lot of what he's known for, as opposed to what else being funny. I don't want to shit on Hannibal. Let me stop. I, lo- I love Hannibal. Fuck that. I love <laughs> anyway, uh, Terrell Richards. Terrell Richards. Uh, man, I love the podcast. You two motherfuckers had me cracking up while I'm at work. I just found out about it yesterday while driving into work and was and you was on the TJMS. Tom, join the morning show. Trust, soon as I got out the ride, I looked this shit up. I went all the way to the very first podcast. Love it, man. Keep this shit up. Big ups from Beaumont, Texas. Wow. Wow. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast. First and only time I ever went to Beaumont. Uh, did a club, white guys, bunch of cowboy hats. And the bartender says to me, man... You're one of the funniest niggers we've ever seen here. Ha! You're a fucking beast when it comes to impressions. Well, thank you, brother. When will you be in Houston? I'm dying to see you in person. Andy, do a little research now. You want the research? Yeah. Please let me know the dates of your next show in H-Town. That's about an hour and a half from me. But trust, I'll be at that jaw. Keep up the good work. Much love, bro. Thank you, uh, Terrell. Uh, yeah, and I did Charles Barkley last time I was on Time Joiner. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uh, do you have it yet? Uh, if you give me like a three Well, while you're looking that up, let me no, no, I got barrel through. Oh. Okay. Well, you can barrel through. Barrel through this next one. Uh, uh, who is this from? Uh, Anthony Dawson. We'll be and, okay, go ahead. go ahead. No. Houston, August 2nd through the 4th. There you go, brother. <clears throat> H-Town, second through the fourth, baby. It's just me and Aries, but we don't have a producer. I know a lot of people would think we need more research, too. And I, I agree with you. Maybe we do. But there's usually a producer. A lot of people have a producer that's have a computer. We ain't at that level, nigga. They have a computer right there, and they're pulling up all this information. We ain't we talk at about. that level. You know I mean, it's grassroots. Good afternoon. Oh, this is from Anthony Dawson, Jr. Uh, good afternoon. Huge fan of Aries Spears. The man, and I believe what you are doing, what your platform deserves more recognition and praise. Giving Andy the green light to say nigga, even for comedic purposes, is wrong. Oh, shit. Think of someone on my side. Oh, this nigga. (laughs) Bantering race relations and then saying it's cool if you use it in this sense is contradictory and true to his wrong on both sides perspective. As well as your ongoing pursuit of crossing over. So basically, you just blame that shit on me right there with my crossing over perspective. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I still got blamed for it, even though I'm not. I, I say I don't want to say as it. You should, white guy. <laughs> Fuck. 
Are you, Andy, comfortable telling a joke at a black barbershop and saying, nigga? Yeah. I am. That's where it belongs. Um, Probably not because you know there would be physical repercussions behind it. And I'm sure you don't. uh, I'm sure you don't want. Okay. That's like Charlemagne getting on his platform talking shit and saying, I'm the radio guy. You can't have it both ways. Actually, I can. Um, but I know what you're talking about. I'm not done reading the, the, the email. I know what you're talking about uh, in terms with Andy, but when we were on the Jay Moore podcast, you know, to Jay's point, it's, Andy's not saying it personally. It's not like we're in a bank and, you know, he goes, hey, man, look at these two niggas. You know what I mean? It's 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 in the context of entertainment. Don't you understand that? This is what we do. It's part of the job. If he were to get a movie script that had him saying nigga, what's he going to tell the director? I don't want to say it, especially if the movie contextually is based in a time like let's say it's about civil rights and he's playing the 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 uh the, the, the nemesis, the, the, the white guy who's supposed to say, nigga, what if he's playing a slave owner and it's back in the slavery days? You know what I'm saying? What if he's playing, oh, he's Jewish, but what if he, well, no, Jews say, nigga. What if he was playing a racist Jew in a certain part of New York and, you know, he had to say it? It's entertainment, man. Whatever, it's 1976 and I'm 11 years old and uh, I'm just repeating lines from something that happened in my life and it's part of the entertainment. But what's the what's the scene? Is it are you are you really entertaining? Or no, are you just saying it. No, I'm in my scene when it's when I got called that, and I'm. I'm you saying this is a movie? No, this is. I'm telling you my that, no, it's the joke that I do. Oh, okay, I yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, you, that's entertainment. You're it's entertainment. Stage. I'm on stage yeah. and I'm telling the story that actually happened. I'm not calling anybody that word. Right. I'm as Jay Moore said. I'm actually delivering the news of what had happened. Right. Secondly, I love Aerie Spears, the comedian, and when I was a teen, as opposed to who else, motherfucker? I'm 28, and I have to say, you're the little Wayne of comedy. <laughs> Everyone respects your craft, and we'll talk about you when discussing the Jay-Z of the game, Dave Chappelle. But like Lil Wayne, I don't think your content... Oh, and this is where I found out I, I don't like this guy. <laughs> Uh, not even a little Wayne. See, I found out. I found it sooner. I found out sooner. I didn't like him. Listen, um, Lil Wayne is considered one of the best rappers in the game, uh, and, and, and I'm not a Lil Wayne fan only because the nigga looks like a gargoyle, and I, I can't get past the fact that I think he should be on top of a skyscraper in New York overlooking the city. Um, but sometimes I hear his lyrics, and he actually can spit. But let me finish this. Um, the things you talk about and the manner you speak to them on the podcast are hilarious, but your shows seem kind of geared for the juvenile audience. What? Even your Vlad interviews discussing real life topics are hilarious. I hope you go back and talk some more shit. I don't know if this motherfucker knows where he his mind is. Okay. Uh, salute to your salute to your continued longevity, AJ. AJ. Have you ever been to an Aerie Spears show? When I talk about black men uh, needing to get over their, uh, what's the right word? See, this is the eloquent shit I wish I was better at. Getting over their heebie-jeebies about doctors and hospitals and getting past their homophobias because a finger in the ass suggests homosexuality when really all it really is is an exam to save your own life. That's juvenile? When I talk about having to perform in front of deaf people 
at a club one time, and the translator uh, didn't pause when I said the word nigga. There was a sign for nigga. And the most destructive word and evil word in the English language, you would think a deaf person wouldn't need to know how to say that. But that's how deep racism is embedded into this country, that even a motherfucker deaf person needs to know how to call a nigga a nigga with their hands. Brother, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? Hmm? Um, yeah, I, I sprinkle some knowledge in there with all the dick and pussy jokes. You can't just come out and get no curse show. Hello, felt far. I'm suck my dick. Pussy snot. Good night. I'm out. I got mad. I called Richard up and said, Richard, Bill just chastised me for being dirty. Next time I'm fuck off, tell me I said suck my dick. Jello pudding eating motherfucker. Uh-huh. What are you talking about, nigga? Okay. Dude, we need to wrap up anyway. Why? It's been an hour. Not even close. We started at 147. It's 223. I got 56 minutes on this. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Uh, we had a few uh, drop-offs, but... Okay, so this is a two-parter, no? Yeah. For next week or Thursday? For next week. Okay. God damn. I like... Uh, motherfucker just fucked me and... Said, get out. Well, you got to the end of the email. No, I mean, I got to the end of the email. Well, we got, got another email. We got, another e- we got another hour. Oh, oh, okay. Plus, this dude right here, it, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. Well, we, 56 minutes? Yeah, well, we can finish bitching about this dude. And, well, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Motherfucker, what's your opinion? On that? I have an opinion. Well, first of all, I, I really do have an opinion on this, and I've said it many times, and I think you've heard me say it. Uh, if you watch your... Your, your DVDs, mm-hmm. you, you, your specials are good. Right. But your show in person, it's a different show. I'm an animal, nigga. So uh, even if even your response. But why did he say juvenile? What's juvenile? I, but I, I think there is some, there's a lot of dick and pussy jokes in your act. But I, it's, it's, it's the last 20 minutes. Yeah, and it, but, it, but it's the common denominator of and, uh, Everything before that, race, politics. Uh, the shit I say about Obama and Trump, juvenile. Because it's met with laughter, and somehow he hasn't been able to separate laughter from, uh, from I guess, juvenile. AJ can't fuck. <laughs> I can tell he can't fuck. His hip swivel is off. Dude, he was on, he was on me from the very beginning. He about I I can't even believe it. I agreed with him. And then he, he brought up my wishy-washy point and made it about me. When it's you that said I should be saying it. And I'm saying, no, I don't want to say it because to me, this podcast is personal and I don't use it in my personal life, so I wouldn't do it. And he still blamed it on me. I don't know what the fuck this dude's talking about. I don't know what he wants. He wants everything he wants in, in a way that you can't get it. Fuck him. That's what I have to say. Oh! That's it. I don't know what else to say. How do you make someone like that happy? Andy's fucking his balls is hanging out now. I just don't get it. I don't get it anymore. I don't get it. I'm gonna, not even going to pretend like I'm understanding. I'm not going to be quiet and sit here and listen to just people say shit for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, and, and, and again, Andy's, you know, I'm going to test to this. It's the guy doesn't go around swinging the N-word comfortably. Uh, you know, he does it on stage, and that's basically it. Uh, I would almost like to see him get a role in a movie. Where he's that guy, just to see him deliver it 
with the passion that it deserves. Dude, uh, in, in Django, and yeah. we, we did that on the... On, yeah. on, on, dude, I'd much rather have the the, 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 the bounty hunter part. In a comfortable role. It's not just comfortable. It would suit me, but I, that I, I get. You know what? I, I and I said this before. I give uh, what's his uh, DiCaprio so much credit because I liked it. I like him in almost everything, and I hated him in that movie. He committed to that, and I don't believe I could commit like that. He made me hate him, and that was fucking moving. I think I think white guys that are easy that that play that are it's easy for them to commit to that. Somewhere in their life, they've had a traumatic Negro experience, and they draw from that. Because a lot of actors draw from experience, and you just haven't had a nigga experience, dude. I got let rob- you let you. I, you I got, got robbed by two, two black guys okay. with guns. You know what I thought while they had guns pointed at me? What's that? I hope these motherfuckers don't shoot me. That was all I thought. Okay, there was guns. Walk in your house and see a nigga tearing Tara's uterus out. <laughs> That robbery will seem like a cakewalk, nigga. Dude, see some jumbo nigga's dick and nigga with a jumbo dick and that big black ass shooting up and down in the air as your girl's is in the vase position. And he is inserting his roses into her vase. Because uh, he's fucking her. I think I'd feel that way about anybody who's fucking my girl. So Nah, yeah. but it's different when you see the, the Zulu warrior, nigga. <laughs> the the nigga, nigga look like Ken Norton. Greasy and muscular, like Mandingo, just <laughs> chewing your bitches, chewing your bitch out. Uh, if that's what she needed, I, I'm I'm not in the right home anyway. So um, time to go. Yeah, yo, you would you would be upset with me for like two weeks, dude. I uh, no. Yeah, you, if you saw that shit, yo, you be you won't tell me, but you have an attitude. I'm like, why this nigga so short with me? That nigga would be in your memory, dude. All I would remember, all I would burn in my head was a giant dick. That's all that. We, all no, I, but when it's black, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's when it's black because it just comes with all them connotations, nigga. It's a mugging. She's he's taking. Her. It's it's revenge for all 400 yeah, years. Yeah, nigga. I, I bet you it'll come out your mouth. <laughs> Like a piece of food as you spit. Daryl, who is this nigga? Well, if that's how I would feel about it, um, I have an ex-wife that I would love to see that happen to then. Um, yeah, but there's no, there's no anger in that. Not, not that kind of anger. No, but it would make me feel better. Yeah, okay. And it doesn't have to be black, dude. It could just be somebody who's... That should who's, be a nice again. No, 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 no. no, 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 no just nice listen, listen, listen to me. It would just be so good just to see... The, the 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 facial uh, like I can't like it it hurts too much. For this I'm to talking, be nigga. Imagine your girl's lips wrapped around Yafit Koto's dick, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. You'd say it. All right, uh, that's the podcast. Uh, when we come back next week, we're gonna finish these emails. I hope we got more to talk about, man. Because I'm telling you, my my memory bank. Is dry. Well, we'll have to talk more about Phoenix because we didn't even talk about. I don't really have too much to say. Dude, we have. I have a I, little it's bit. It's fucking hot. I'm indoors all day, dude. There was just the the. the there's a ten million dollar lawsuit going on around here. Right ah, now. you want to talk about that shit? All right, I uh, can't believe that happened in my fucking hometown, you, nigga. It, 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 America is your hometown, and it's happening everywhere. So, nigga, get over that shit. Uh, you know how these white people do. It is open season on you, niggas. All of you niggas are walking around with a target on your back. Don't trust these police niggas. Is the target bigger if you're, like, big dick? Uh, it could be. All right. Um, 
That's it. Pussy ass, nigga.